This summer, we're bringing you double Koi gig. For me, she's the best English centre-back. Play your best players in their best position. I don't think the captain is droppable, particularly after making the statement of dropping Steph Houghton. Subscribe to the OTV Koi gig pod on the OTV Sports app now. Gaelic football on Off The Ball. With AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Yeah, on Saturday afternoon, Westmeath were crowned the inaugural Talton Cup champions, beating Cavan 214 to 113 at Crow Park. As I say, the first time uh, that this competition has been played and definitely taken seriously by both of those counties involved in the final and indeed the ones that preceded them. And uh, celebrations so intense that Adrian Barry has not been seen in the off the ball offices since Saturday afternoon. Last scene we heard whirling his shirt over his head, completely topless and completely pale down the streets of Mullingar. To join us and look back on those events of Saturday and what's gone after them as well, I guess, to a degree, the Westmead manager, Jack Cooney, and also their championship top, top scorer, John Heslin. Uh, lads, you're very welcome to the show. Congratulations, first of all. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jack, Jack, we'll turn to you first. Um, it was an incredible scene, I think, afterwards. Any doubts that anybody may have had about the Talton Cup I'm sure just dissolved in an instant once they saw the reception that you guys got heading back uh, over county lines on Saturday evening it was absolutely incredible Yeah and I, and I think probably the finish of the game probably added to that as well you know it was an exciting finish to a competitive game and I kind of always felt you know once we got a couple of games or once the, the tournament or the Talton Cup got a couple of games under its belt that it was going to evolve and it was going to gather traction. And, and you know, a, a couple of visits up to Crow Park for, for any county and their supporters was going to generate interest and support. So it kind of, it worked out that way, which is great. John, how were the celebrations for you? Have, have they died down any? Were you surprised by how full on they were when you got back to, to Mullingar? Um, uh, look, I, I suppose it was a great few days. Um, we, we didn't expect for there to be such a crowd. Um, you know, Jack might have been uh, informed that there was the, the stage and all that sort of thing. We obviously, as players, focusing on the game, didn't expect any of that. And um, I, I was lucky I got to go to the front of the bus and I got to see the whole thing coming in. It was it was unreal. Like, when I saw the crowd, I couldn't get over it. And and the next day, Jack and I were just saying, we uh, we did a bit of a tour. Um, sometimes you think you, you're just going touring the county and, and having a good time. But we actually toured the county and went to uh, Mount Temple, Castletown, Moat, Athlone, and saw loads of kids. Like, there was kids everywhere. Um, we were just saying that they need to build a statue of Robbie Ford in Moat because uh, <laughs> I think he's the most famous person down there ever. So it was brilliant. Jack, like, it's, it's absolutely superb. And I guess it underlines what this competition can do for a county. I mean, it's it's not as if, you know, Westmead are... Obviously, we've got the, the standalone Leinster Championship from 2004, but it's not as if they've been miles away from the pinnacle of Leinster over the past few years. There have been a couple of Leinster finals down along the line. Uh, you've obviously were involved in proceedings in 04, but to see what difference a piece of silverware can make and what a little bit of success can make to the people of the county has got to be absolutely massive. Yeah, I, I think I think it's very important, you know, uh, for, for any county... Um, particularly a county who are, are developing and, and searching for stuff for something that they climb those famous steps of the Hogan stand, you know, once a generation, because it provides a really, really good experience for supporters and particularly younger supporters. So we, we knew, you know, uh, we had four games in the Talton Cup to win it. And if we could create a really, really good positive experience 
and, and we did focus on the younger the younger generation in Westmead um that it would it would provide them with something that could give them a little bit of hope and belief maybe to to invest their time in Westmead in the future and we were just it, that's just the way it turned out you know we you're, you're kind of it's not that we're any great profits or anything like that but experience would tell me you know there's nothing like a championship win there's and there's a uh, especially nothing like a championship winning Crow Park. It generates a different sense of something. Um, and then to get a couple of those, the, the young supporters come out in their, well, in their thousands to support it and, and to, to respond to it. Jack, your attention towards the competition was almost immediate after that semi-final loss in Leinster to Kildare, wasn't it? Well, here's the thing, Richie. Um, if we had bet Kildare... And we put in a really good performance against Dublin, and I don't know, maybe we could have bet them, and maybe maybe we wouldn't we wouldn't have bet them, but we wouldn't have got the same reception, uh, having lost an Leinster final coming back to Munningar. I can tell you that for sure. Mm. And um, so, I'm delighted the way it worked out in the end. And again, you never want to lose a game in Crow Park or in any in any competition. But it's always it was all the Talton Cup provided us a great opportunity to rebound and to and to respond, and I think the lads really embraced that and went for it. What was the reaction after that Kildare game when when Jack uh, turned to you, John, and turned to the rest of the panel and said, "We're going to go full bore into this thing"? Was it a hard sell for some of you, or was everybody on board from the jump? No, I think uh, I think everybody was on board. I think naturally enough, there would have been some uncertainty as to what what the competition is going to bring. Um, but I think uh, we're very lucky with the environment that we have down at training and, you know, compliments to Jack and the management team for that because we actually genuinely like going down and training as a unit. We have we train hard, um, but we enjoy it as well. Like, you know, and we're, we're, we're blessed with our facilities in Wolfhound, uh, our strength and conditioning, it's the gym we use, you know, and, like, the environment that we get down there. So I think that as long as the season was, season was going to continue, we would get buy-in for it because... Uh, yeah, such a such a good environment down there. And look, they were good competitive games and playing in Crow Park and then, you know, the opportunity to win win a bit of silverware, that's like, you know, that's that's a great prize to have. Um so no, it was it was brilliant at the start. We got by in straight away. I think what Jack said there about uh, you know, maybe we get into a Lancer final and playing Dublin and whatnot, like, you know, Kildare went on and played Dublin and they got beaten and you know it was a difficult year for them. And we've been in that position before. Um you know, when you when you you play Dublin, if you get beaten by so much in a particular game, it's hard to pick things back up. And um, whereas when we lost to Kildare, we probably felt that we didn't do ourselves full justice either. And um, so that's why we had to kick on in the Talton Cup as well. One of the things that's kind of jumped out at me as regards this competition, John, is that a lot of people bemoan the fact that the intercounty season now seems a bit, you know, uh, skewed one way and that it's all over by, you know, mid-July and that, you know, we've got getting the All-Ireland Finals coming up to us now and we should be waiting perhaps until September under, you know, in, in, in old money essentially. But the change in season seems to have worked in favour of the Talton Cup because players who might have been knocked out early in the Championship, you were at such a point in the calendar that you were more tempted, I guess, to go away or, you know, to seek other opportunities throughout the summer, whereas there's still a chance to compete in really tough matches and then go away and have a summer after that. Was that the case for some of the panel members there? Um, yeah, I would say so. I, I think that, uh, you know, in years gone by, we would have had lads going on J1s and things like that. We we don't think we've lost anyone this year. Um, don't think there's anyone planning to go at this stage either. I think it's it's too late. Um, 
But no, I think the this the split season, yeah, look, it it definitely paid its dividends. Um but like there was people saying at the weekend that they enjoyed watching our game uh, more than the Derek Galway game, you know. So while we always talk about you know winning a Sam Maguire, etc., people like watching good competitive games. And when teams are playing against the level that they're at, that that's typically what you get. Um so no, it was it was exciting. Um Great to win with, with all the lads and now we're gearing up for the club championship where we're going to be all playing against each other. <laughs> no rest for the wicked, uh, certainly. Uh, Jack, like, were you disappointed that you didn't get your own standalone day in Crow Park? Like, I, I know it was the curtain raiser to that Galway Derry game and I, I know we'd raise, raise the questions here of, you know, the semi-final weekend seemed to have been such a success that it focused a lot of people's attentions on the competition that might have been there before and maybe got the neutral involved who mightn't have been involved before or mightn't have been on board with it. So to see it revert back to being a curtain raiser, was that a disappointment as far as you were concerned, Jack? I don't think so. I wouldn't consider that at all. I, I think the competition is going to evolve. You know, I think that... Um, the success that, that it, it has turned out to be this year, I think more counties are, are really going to, to focus in on it, you know, from, from next year. I there's there's a possibility of of you know maybe getting a standalone sponsor. I don't I don't know. Like I, I think um there's huge possibilities there for it to evolve and develop. Um it's it's the inaugural year. Um they'll ref- I'm sure the GL reflect on it and see how they can improve it. But um us being the curtain raiser on Saturday certainly didn't take away from our enjoyment of it. I don't think it, it took away from the supporters' enjoyment of it. And I think the fact that it was in Crow Park um, added to it and and that there was you know upwards of 70,000 people at it, I think, at the end, at the end of our game or, or near enough to the end yeah. of our game, I think it was also very exciting for, for everybody involved. In terms of trying to go and get a sponsor for next year or beyond, um, I think what everybody has done in the competition so far has certainly done a magnificent PR job for it. Like I remember listening to to John Mon speaking before at the semi final um, on Offaly's behalf, and the buy in that they had certainly was huge. And uh, from Young Derby picking up that knee injury, and they were distraught that they were going to miss out on what was essentially, you know, for all intents and purposes, a really high level championship game. And that's how pretty much everybody from the outside looking in seem to be treating this thing, Jack. Well, here's an interesting thought. I was thinking about it today. Um, like a Talton All Star, like there's there's going to be Talton All Stars, and that's that's a great accolade for players. So why not have the Talton All Stars play the Sam Maguire All Stars in Dubai next year? <laughs> so what's wrong with that? Why can't it be in Crow Park? Why does it have to be in Dubai, Jack? Uh, Dubai would be nice. To <laughs> John, are you similarly angling for a trip to Dubai in that way? Yeah, well, that sounds a great idea to me. Um, <laughs> anyone wants to include me in that, they can. Um, good, idea, good idea, Jack. Yeah. We'll, need, we'll need a few managers as well, Jack. So. Yeah, well, um, I'll see if I'll be available for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not being presumptuous at all. <laughs> like, it, it's, it is brilliant that the, the PR that this has done and the celebrations and all that kind of stuff. And it does give a platform for sides like yourselves, John. I mean, even going back to the league, like you're a kick of kick of ball against Fermanagh away from potentially being promoted to to Division Two, so it's not as if you're a million miles away from achieving something, uh, you know, pretty good for Westmead football that can maybe last going into the next four, five, six years, maybe beyond. But certainly, this acts as a nice foothold for everybody to kind of show, yeah, listen, this is what's possible from this group of players. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think that game at the weekend, Jack, was our sixth championship game this year. I am not yeah. sure the exact number around that. 
Um, but there would have been lads now that got game time in the Talton Cup that mightn't have gotten game time in the league or even again. And had the championship just finished for us, some of our younger lads might not have gotten that experience this year. Um, whereas like likes of Robbie Ford, Charlie Drum, they played game time in the Talton Cup. And, you know, it's, it was great for them and their development and, and bring them on to the next level. And, you know, as, as we've said already, like, you know, winning, winning is fantastic for us. It's fantastic for Jack. We'll look back at it in years to come and, and really remember it. But for me, it was just special over the last few years for, for all the younger people um, in particular, because, you know, in 10, 15, 20 years when I'm finished playing, um, I'll be able to watch the next generation or, you know, maybe uh, emulate Jack and manage or something like that. But you're, you're developing the future. And I think that, that's, that was the special piece about it because when they see us winning and us uh, up on stage, they, they now know we're not great singers because um, we weren't <laughs> singing great. But, you know, they saw the silverware. They, look, for all intents and purposes, we were, we were famous people at the weekend and they wanted to be up there. They want to, you know, maybe one day uh, achieve the same thing. So it was brilliant because... I said it to someone else today that the first person I met coming down off the stage was David O'Shaughnessy, um, captain of Westmead when they wanted to know four. And I never forget him coming down off the bus with the trophy. And uh, I got down off the trailer and there he was wanting me to get a picture with him and his kids. So that's just the way it goes. And that's the beauty of the game. Um, and we're just privileged that we, we had that opportunity again. Jack, you've been involved in, in, I guess, a lot of the key moments now in Westmead football going down through the years, considering your, what, 22-year involvement with the with the side. You were there in 04. You've seen what these things can do for the county. This is going to be huge. Yeah, it, it's no coincidence, Richie, that Westmead started doing well when I gave up playing. So uh, <laughs> it was in around the early noughties. We, we actually started doing well and winning stuff when I when I hung up the boots. Yeah, so I, I was involved and we just... just you know, a special bunch of players back in the noughties and and pushed on from there and won it in 04 and, you know, great memories and magical times. And um, but uh, the current the current bunch of lads are the same. You know, they just I, I think the, the big benefit from the Talton Cup is that we got to spend the next eight weeks together, you know, this time of the year. We, we were playing earlier rounds of the league in in stormy conditions, yeah. you know, almost difficult to try and even hold the ball. So to be to be able to prepare and spend time together on the training pitch this time of the year is it's you know it's a big benefit. It's a huge benefit. Uh, John, I read a piece with Jack uh, before the semi final. I think it was where he mentioned that he tries to make you know things training fun in particular for the squad, and you've alluded to it there. What kind of stuff does John? do to bring a bit of levity to the situation uh, in training because it seems to be uh, a common thread running through there yeah I can't give away uh, too many top secrets now <laughs> uh, Jack usually forgets his watch or his phone uh, wouldn't be a great keeper of time um, we could be out on the pitch for three or four hours and that that's actually not a joke um, but look I think everything there's, there's no one element as such that uh, you know we try and bring the fun it's just that that environment that yeah, we're down there we, we we push ourselves hard jack pushes us hard and we we push manchester too um to get answers uh you know going into games but i think that you know when you with a group of players when you are all striving to achieve something um, and pushing yourself and you're doing that together i think that's where the sense of enjoyment and fulfillment comes from and um, so look whether it be our 
seven or eight hour training sessions at the weekend or a, a gym session in Wolfhound that, that we get a, as Jack likes to call it, a good sweat on the brow. It's, a, it's just a good environment to be there. And when, you know, as I said, when you're just trying to push yourself all the time, that's where the reward and the fun comes inevitably at the end of the day. Yeah, Gaelic football on off the ball in partnership with the uh, proud sponsor of the GA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Jack, I'm going to give you the right to reply there. Uh, as regards forgetting your watch and then involving them in eight hour, nine hour training sessions or whatever it is. Like that image I had the other day of Antonio Conte making his Spurs players run and making Harry Kane spew at the side of the pitch. Are you that much of a taskmaster with him? I don't think so. I don't think so, Richie. Um, mm. we, I know we have we have good fun and we have um, we train for an hour. We have a Cooney hour every, every Tuesday and Thursday and <laughs> sometimes uh, it kind of Goes a little bit beyond that, but um, I know it's good. We have we have good fun, and it, and here's another thing, Richie. Gee, we've great people involved. God, we're blessed. You know, we have. Um, has mentioned uh, Joe and Katie and Angle there and Wolfhound, but we have performance and the amount of people that actually contribute and get in behind the lads to make the whole thing better and enjoyable. There's so much work, and they get tremendous enjoyment of it as well. So it's uh, it's great. Look at it's it's mighty. It's might it's great fun at the end of the day. Sure, what else would you be doing on a on a Saturday evening? <laughs> exactly, and uh, win, winning a bit of silverware, going back down home, and, and making yeah. thousands of people back in your home county ecstatic. That's the, that's yeah. a standard Saturday evening's work, John. <laughs> yeah. If you could do it more often, it'd be great. That's what someone said to me. He said that let this be a platform for Westmead to go on and and achieve more in the coming years. You know that 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 would be great. What would the ceiling be for this squad? Do you reckon, John? I'll have to leave that to the boss man to answer that question. Um, I'm just trying to keep keep going and trying to keep up the young lads all the time. That's uh, that's my personal thing. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, for the team, Jack, um, I, I, might, I might leave that that one for you to answer. Um, I here, here's the thing. Um, uh, we never really we've when we start out at the end of the at the start of the season. We literally we literally just go week on week and we focus and we want to improve. You know, it's it's cliched or whatever. Um, and I'm probably robbing somebody else's line or somebody else's story. And and that, and that's how we go. And we we just try to be better every week. And I think the huge benefit this year is that we brought in younger fellas as well you know younger fellas who know that uh, that they have to invest time in their body and in, in in learning the game and the tactical awareness and all of that it takes time it takes time to get up to the intensity and and we focus a lot on that in training and um i think they've got a really really good experience now so hopefully we've planted a seed that they're going to invest because we look we all know there's a lot of commentary around it yeah, this is more than a Tuesday, Thursday weekend um, pastime for players. You know, it's it's probably a it's a it's a lifestyle, really. You know, and you, you commit to it, and the lads have done that. Like every county player does it now. You know, and that I think it's it's a great it's a great way of life for players, and um, I think every county player now embraces that. They, they know what they know what they have to do, and Westmead lads are 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 probably no different now, to be honest. Probably makes you feel like John. You've it's given you another couple of years. This kind of boost. Yeah, you ho- hopefully yes, uh, that would be that would be ideal. Um, but I think what Jack says there, the bringing the younger lads in, and that that tends to lead to the good environment as well. It's good good energy down there. Um, but it does take a lot to get to a level where we want to get to as well, and get the best out of ourselves. 
but that that tactical piece reading the game and there is a lot of learnings in that and it doesn't just happen overnight um so hopefully that you know particularly the lads who have just come in for you know in the first couple of years that they can see that it's worth it um you know we didn't obviously get to experience something like this before but uh, all those hours and training sessions that you put in and trying to learn the game it's uh, you know when you get to win something like the weekend it, it, it pays its dividends you know yeah and a, a tribute as well to one of your teammates for the past decade or more John um, Kieran Martin coming off the bench scoring that decisive goal and one of the pictures that really jumped out at a lot of people in the wake of Saturday's game uh, was that picture of embracing the family of Owen Farrell uh, his, his clubmate who had passed away quite recently that's got to have been quite an emotional occasion for him both leading into the match and then subsequently as well yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, first of all, speaking, you know, for Kieran, Kieran is a remarkable man and I'm delighted that he got to play at the weekend and obviously I'm delighted he scored his goal too. I still don't know how he scored it. I text him Sunday morning and, and asked him for an explanation because uh, we do see him do that regularly in training. Jack, let's be honest, uh, he can carry five or six lads at a time, um, but to do it in, in Crow Park is, is quite special and uh, would be forever grateful. But it is just a, a testament to the man. He, he came back uh, from an in, a bad injury. He did his Achilles. But it also shows the type of person he is. You know, that picture typified him um, going up and giving Tom Farrell a hug, um, which very, very sad, um, who lost his son last week. And, you know, a few of us were down at the funeral and the family said to us, you know, you, you have a 16th man. Owen will be cheering you on as well. So it was very special for them. We saw Tom that evening as well. And he, he thanked us sincerely for, for it because it, it brought brightened up their day obviously it's a tough time for the family um but he's he sent a message to you jack as well i think to to, to say something similar yeah yeah and like um tom and and his family they're they're lifelong givers to the ga you know he tom has been involved all his life and his family have now tom is the next chairman of westmead County board and is involved in Leinster GA now. So, um, I could, I, I'd repeat what what Hel said there. It, you know, um, kind of respect the Farrell family on on what they've given to the GA community and Maryland community, the broader the broader GA network. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, we made them proud uh, at the weekend. Yeah, John. It just seems like the the word that keeps coming back when you when you mention the Farrell family there, and you mentioned the the hours and the years that you put in and the effort that goes in behind the scenes and the team behind the team and all this kind of stuff just like that the last seven days just seemed like a remarkable reward uh, for everybody both in the county and, and in a narrower sense than on the team too absolutely you know you can there's there's so much that goes on you know everyone involved in, in any team game but in particular for GA um, whether that be our physios whether that be our staff team whether that be people involved in the county board there's there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that you know, I don't even see half the time. Um, but for us to get onto the pitch and for us to play and us to get into the conditioning that that uh, we are uh, to win the Carlton Cup, there's there's so many people involved, and you know, you often wonder how can you thank these people. Um, but when you see them at the weekend, that's all I wanted is 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 a win. Uh, celebrations like that. That's how you can thank people for for their efforts that they they've put in. So just delighted to be able to be involved with, with something like that and create memories for people. Yeah, uh, Jack, John mentioned earlier on the, the bad singers that shamed themselves on stage on Saturday evening. Is there anybody who uh, covered themselves in glory and, and what did you happen to get up and, and sing yourself? I have my own little party piece now and it, it, <laughs> it, it rarely raises its head, but 
I think Jamie Jamie rattles off a good tune, so he does, and uh, he gets us all going. And um, yeah, there's quite a good few singers down there. There's no Joes, there's no Joe Dolans, but uh, they're all aspiring to be like Joe. But um, you never know. There's no Joe like a, there's no show like a Joe show. There is no show like a Joe show. Indeed, did you bust out the white suit at any point, uh, John? You attempted to get the white shirt and tie on as well. No, no, no. I stood I stood back. I was just there. I said to Jack. For all the celebrations the last few days, I just I just attended just to look after the young lads, you know. So um, just behind the scenes, letting them do the do the job, you know. So responsible, so responsible yeah. and grown up, uh, John Heslin. There we go, uh, lads. It's it's been absolutely uh, fantastic to talk to you and to kind of bask in the in the uh, I guess reflective glow of winning that inaugural Talton Cup on Saturday. And it's brilliant to see what it's done for the county. And I'm intrigued to see what it does uh, for Westmead football going forward. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you both, uh, Jack Cooney and John Heslin. Thanks so much for your time this evening. Thanks for Gaelic football on Off the Ball with AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more.